When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app. Now, the number one beat writer for Arizona women's basketball, and I will say for Pac-12 women's basketball, the great PJ Brown. Follow PJ on Twitter at PJBrown09. Download the Wildcaster app. Get the newspaper because there's all kinds of goodies in there. Did I leave anything out, PJ? Yeah, and the only other thing is I did a takeover on the on the Arizona Daily Stars uh, Instagram page mm-hmm. the other day. So it's in their reels right now. So you can check that out to see a little bit of what a week in PJ's life looks like. Very cool. I would assume there's a lot of basketball involved. A lot. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, we so we Arizona women's basketball has a huge game, uh, huge game tonight, and we were talking about it a little bit off uh, off camera. If Arizona beats Utah tonight, then all the grumbling kind of goes away, just like the way that if Arizona could win three straight top ten games, but if you lose another one, then it's well, we're just not that good. It's just so interesting, especially in college basketball, how everybody is, including me, is just kind of a prisoner of the moment at times. Absolutely. Even I've fallen a little bit into that at times this season where um, you really start to look deeply at the team and start like, oh, maybe they should be doing this or that, or, oh, maybe this person should be doing this. And really, sometimes we're a little too critical. First of all, it's college basketball. It's supposed to be fun, right? right? That's basically, that's it. Second of all, we have to remember that these student athletes are humans first right. and then athletes. So it, what I mean by that is we all make mistakes. We right. all at times lose focus. We all sometimes don't. We know what we're supposed to do, but somehow we can't get there that way. And, and this happens to all of us. They're not perfect like we're not perfect. And we have to give them, as Adias always says, give them a little grace because they're going through a lot. It's a long season. We're in February. We're at the end of February, only four more games. This is when it really gets exciting. And we have to let these players just get through the tough parts, grow and learn from it, and just be a little bit of supportive, right? That's basically it. All right. So for tonight, and they're all doing great things. And sometimes we don't realize it because we just get caught up in all the, the, they should be doing this. They shouldn't be doing anything. They should be doing what they're doing. They're right where they are in this moment. 
And let's understand what this moment is. Well, and I think a lot of people fall into the trap, me included. I'm not throwing any stones, but um, me included that we think of these a lot of times, these high pro, because Arizona women's basketball is a high profile product, thanks to Adia Barnes. And I think a lot of times people look at this and they don't, they forget these are still adolescents out here. These are not, you know, these are not, this isn't Candace Parker who, you know, 12, 13 years into the WNBA, whatever. These are still kids, 17, 18, 19 years old at this point. Yeah. And they're just trying to figure it out. Right. And they're, and as they go along in the season, they're trying to figure things out. Um, When they do, they play really great and they do great things like they did in LA a couple weeks ago, taking UCLA and USC to overtimes and and winning those games Um, or they're making a huge comeback or they're just pretty much killing a team. Right. And, and those are the things that we, that, we should hang on to and think about like, and really look at what each player is doing because like in that Cal game, wow, there were a lot of players who had great games. Right. I mean, first of all, you look at Asmary, she almost Mm -hmm. had a triple double, right? You know how rare that is. I mean, Ari McDonald never had a triple double and she's all world. right? Right. So that's a really hard thing to do. And she almost did that. She had a great game. Shana Pellington had 24 points. She was just, she, she almost nothing didn't miss, right? That she was great. Um, Paris Clark had a good game. Lauren Fields had a good game. And then you look in, you even go down deeper. There were moments that Maya Najee did great things. And, you know, all these other people did really good, had their moments in that game. And, Sometimes even I can't write about, go real deep and write about what everybody's doing, but we should be all be cognizant that, that they are all doing really good things. Um, one of my favorite things to do during a game, if I have a chance, is to take one player that maybe you normally wouldn't watch instead right. of watching the whole game. So I used to do this with Sam Thomas all the time, right? That's a good one to do it on. She was great. Just watch her play defense like for a quarter or for a half or something. And then you see this like fantastic play that doesn't get into the box score or something else that somebody wouldn't notice. So I do this a little bit with Maya a lot of times was she'll come in and she'll play in the first half, like for say five minutes, I'll watch her and she'll be like, pulling down some defensive rebounds. Maybe she doesn't score on something that looks like she would score because something that the defense did. But then the next time she gets the ball in that situation, she knows how to do a counter move, right? Right. He learns really quickly. So I'll watch her do things that, again, yeah, the defensive rebound is going to get in the box score, but maybe it's how she did it how she positioned herself, what she's doing, maybe even like the battles between the posts down low. We ever started watching those like Kate's like pushing or as Mary's pushing somebody and they're pushing back and they're hooking them and they're doing all this stuff. That's fun too. And you get to see a lot more about the game when you watch those type of things, when you focus on one little thing, instead of just watching the scoring or the steals or something like that. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the game because again, big game tonight against Utah. A couple things though. First tap and bottle 
watch parties. We've had had a big one last week. We'd love to come. We'd love you to come down there. A couple weeks, we're gonna have another one. Tap and bottle watch parties downtown. Scott and Rebecca do a great job, and you can get some Four Peaks brew there as well. Four Peaks, the official brew of PHNX Sports. You can go to the Tempe location, or you can come down here to the Tap and Bottle Watch parties and get some Four Peaks. Get some Kilt Lifter for both. Check out the show notes and the link in the description. All right, PJ, with this uh, with this team, I think there's kind of, a, and this isn't a surprise, but there's about three players. It's kind of a, a troika, I guess, at this point, where you've got Kate, you've got Jade, and then you've got Esmeri, who every single game, at least from my perspective, those are the ones that I need to be able to get a certain amount of points, a certain amount of rebounds, because first of all, they're good enough, and they're also experienced enough to be able to do it. Absolutely. Um, the thing with Kate this year is – She's doing a lot of stuff down low. Like I said, those battles that were that that aren't really visible, right? So right. she she's taken a lot of punishing down low. And it it's there were games a few weeks ago where all of a sudden we saw sort of the Kate of old, what we're used to, right? We're seeing we right. started seeing that. In the fourth quarter, the end of the third quarter, she starts getting those easy buckets because she's worn down her opponent. Right. And so we started seeing that. Then she put up the 33 piece at um, USC. So um, she's going to get her points at some section of the game, whether it's keeping the team afloat early on, because sometimes she does that, or by the time she wears people down, she's she's dominating. Right, um, right. So you've got that. And then Jade, it's really interesting with Jade. She takes these shots where people are all over her. She's got a hand in her face, really tough shots, and then she's knocking them down. And most of them are that tough. We do have to point out the last, last weekend she struggled. Mm-hmm. Her shots weren't falling. I talked to her today, uh, not today, but I talked to her two days ago uh, just about that. And she said she's been putting in extra work, which she always does. But now she's focused on counters, right? So because everybody knows what Jade does by this time in the season, they're guarding her a certain way. So she's been working with UA assistant coach Savo Copa on counter moves and she thinks that that'll help her in the last four games of the regular season and into postseason. So I thought that was really interesting because I know that Jade is a student of the game. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to see what she's doing now to overcome what others are doing and how she's reading the defense. Right. So right. that's great. And then and then you have as as is just um, you talk about over- somebody that has been in. Uh, you know, in the world of transferring in Division One uh, basketball, it's kind of hit or miss. You can get players that are really good. You can get players that are – and you can get some meh. I think it's impossible to say that Martinez hasn't been well and be- above and beyond what anybody could have hoped she was going to be. Oh, yeah. She is um, – she's – you know, we talk about – Yeah, I never like to say this, but the best player on the team, it's got to be as. And how yeah. she goes, they go. When she – doesn't get into foul trouble it's really important because she can be on the court and she can affect the game in so many ways not we always talk about the rebounds right and that's fantastic 
she's that magnet, right? She just knows where the ball's going to go. Um, I think the other night, Adia Barnes said that she started talking about Dennis Rodman and um, what he did in the pros. He was one of the best rebounders of all time. Mm -hmm. And I've even talked to Esmeri about this early on about, you know, just what I saw from Dennis Rodman and then what we see from Esmeri. Um, She just has that knack. She knows the angles and knows where the ball is going to go sort of before it goes there. And, right. and that's really incredible. But then when she starts knocking down those threes, then she's got that inside outside game going. And then she can steal balls. She's always tipping, uh, deflecting a ball or stealing a ball. When you can affect the game on all of those, in all those aspects of the game, you really control the game. Um, I also just read Michelle Smith's piece. Shout out to Michelle Smith. Mm-hmm. She's a great uh, women's sure. basketball reporter, all time greats. Mm-hmm. And she wrote a piece on Esmeri that just went up, I think this morning or last night. And um, Mary Murphy, who calls uh, for the PAC 12, she's an yep. analyst. She's called a lot of Arizona's game. And she said, um, she would love to just have an ISO camera on Esmeri during a game. She could watch that all game. Right. You know, and, and then I talked to Joan Bombasini, who, as we all know, is the great coach mm-hmm. B who mm-hmm. used to coach at Arizona oh, yeah. is also a PAC 12 analyst. And um, she said this week that when she was talking about the final four, the, the title run team, and she talked about, how important Trinity Baptiste was to that team. She said that Esmeri Martinez is Trinity like, mm-hmm. so she has that same type of that. impact. Right now, what are you looking for tonight? So again, huge game because again, if Arizona, let's just set the stage. If Arizona wins this game, you're right back in the top 15. And then all of a sudden you're looking at it. And now you're looking at not only PAC 12 seating, but you're looking at NCAA tournament seating because you could be squarely right back on that third line. What are you looking for tonight from Arizona? What does Arizona need to be able to do? Because Utah is really, really good. Oh, Utah is so good. They lead, they're like at the top in the country yeah. and every statistic. And a lot of people don't, you know, what's funny about it. I was uh, looking, a lot of people don't understand just because it's not the traditional power, you know, like an Oregon, like a, uh, you know, a UCLA or, and you watch them and there's a team that could, there's a team that could make the final four. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, they're that good. They're, they're that good. And they're fun to watch. Um, just because they have so many weapons and they do so many things well. So that's always fun to watch. Um, I do think that Arizona is going to come out and play a really good game. Last Mm -hmm. time they played, we all know it went down to that funky call against Esmeri at the end. uh, And Alyssa Peely hit those free throw shots and Arizona lost by one point to go to, I keep saying this to go to Utah and to do that. We get a lot of points for that when it comes to the NCAA selection committee, because even though they lost, but to go toe to toe and come out like that, when you do that away, it counts more. And if they can have the same type of showing tonight, 
again, it's a resume builder. Right. And if they can come out with the win, it's obviously even more because it's another top a win over a top rated team. They're ranked fourth. It's your marquee and, win of the season to this point, even though it's at home. I know what you did against the LA schools, but this is your marquee win. This is the one where the selection committee really looks at it and says, aha. Right. And, you know, the the last four games of the season plus the Pac-12 tournament, you have a chance to really make a statement to say, we're really good. We're this good. We're worthy of a top 16 seed. We're worthy to host. Right. We've done all of this. And and you don't have to sort of, they can just look and see like, oh, you beat number four Utah. Oh, you did this. You did that. These last four games plus the, the tournament games, the Pac-12 tournament games are key. This is when the fun starts, really. And I believe that you you know, U of A can come in and play really well. They showed against, you know, Cal, what happens when they really put it together, when they're really focused, when they're really just following the game plan and they play to their, really to their capabilities. And also when they play a team and they can play up to them, right? right. This is a team that's better than them on paper and they're going to play up to them. That that I think that they're capable of doing. All right. Now let's talk a little bit about going forward here. And then I want I go a special recruit I wanted to ask you a little bit about because I think she could be a little bit of a game changer besides just the fact that she has a massive social media following already. But Mountain Mike's Pizza. PJ, I'm sure you like pizza. You're from the Midwest. From Chicago. From Chicago, you like pizza. I like pizza. <laughs> Let me tell you about Mountain Mike's Pizza. I am not Mountain Mike, but you can go to Oracle and Wetmore and get Mountain Mike's Pizza. You might say to yourself, Mike, what's so special about it? Well, you can go there. Great food, great TV setup, great uh, uh, place to get a beer. And if you're smart, you got the Arizona Daily Star with you. You're reading PJ Brown's column so you can get ready for the game. Check it out. Mountain Mike's, Oracle, and Wetmore. And... The DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right, here's the deal. You can put down five bucks on an NBA game and get up to $200 in free plays. PJ is a uh, PJ is a Golden State Warriors fan, correct? Big time. Absolutely. You know what? The Warriors, are get, once Steph comes back, they're going to be fully healthy at that point. Might be somebody to bet on as you're heading into the uh, NBA playoffs. That's where I would go. Or Phoenix Suns, uh, get Kevin Durant. They're going to be really good. Could be a Western Conference Finals preview, just saying. But check out uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app and the show notes and the link in the description. All right, PJ, uh, what are your, you know, because obviously uh, Pac-12 women's basketball is the, it's the apex right there. What are you looking for from this team for the rest of the season and the, uh, and the tournament before you get into the NCAA tournament? Because that's fast approaching. Well, um, there is an opportunity for this team to win out. Let's just say that first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that they will, right? Because we don't know what happens when they get on the court and, and when they actually play the games. But there's a possibility they win these four games. There's a possibility that they win three out of the four. Or they split, right? They could right. split this weekend and split next weekend. It's hard to go to the Oregon's and win. Um, I do think that they will get a buy in the Pac-12 tournament. 
I mm-hmm. think that, you know, they have a chance at the three line or the four line. Um, and I definitely think they will get a buy. I think that's a pretty given. First of all, they have the the head to head against the L.A. schools. Right. And right now they're tied with them. So they're in fourth place and they get the nod. Um, but I also think that they'll win a couple a couple of these big games down the down the road. Um, if you look at it, just seems like it's going that way. Right. And again, I can't predict that they're going to win two, three, four games. I don't know. And I don't know how they'll do in the Pac-12 tournament. Let's face it. They're not they're not really built for the Pac-12 tournament. They're more built right. for NCAA. Tournament. They're built nationally. Yeah. There's, there's something about Arizona and the Pac-12 tournament. They, I was there a couple of years ago, the 2020, where they won the first two games and, and that's in, and they had a bye and then they won those first two games. And that's as far as they've gone. They, uh, one other time, I think they won, they got to the second round or something, or they, uh, a couple of times they've lost in the first round that they've played. They, for some reason, they just can't get over that hump right. um, of doing well there. But then they they come together, they take a breath, and then they, you know, go on a big run. So they right. did that the year of the NCAA tournament, the 2021 year, they did that, um, and they won six games. So I don't put a lot of really credence in the Pac-12 tournament, only when – Something counts, right, for the NCAA tournament. Only when, like, if Arizona doesn't do enough during these um, next four games to then get the the 16 seeds, right, the right. top 16 seeds, then they might need to win one more game in the Pac-12 to get there. But to me, it's it's sort of not a thing. Like I don't put a lot of credence in whatever happens in the Pac-12 tournament, unless there's some weird thing that, like, all of a sudden ASU goes on a run. Of course, that's not going to matter either because they're not making the tournament. Right. But unless somebody, um, Oregon State, who's not going to make the tournament, goes on a run and they win the whole thing, then you have to like maybe it, it changes something somewhere down the road. I don't know, but. Um, Pac-12 tournament usually sort of plays out the way it plays out, has no bearing on much of anything. I right. don't think. All right. Um, let's, talk, that's let, all. Let's, let's talk about Jada Williams here. Um, you watch Arizona. And the one thing, and again, Shana Pellington, very, very good player. Guards are the young guards, very good. The one thing you watch, though, is she's going to bring a new component there, and that she is a true point guard. She's a true facilitator. She makes everybody's job easier. Um, I'm excited to see what she can do next year. Again, this team, this team's got a lot of potential for sure. Not minimizing that. But there's going to be a there's going to be a different uh, a different talent equation coming in at that lead guard position next year. Absolutely. So while I'm excited about this time of year, because this is the best time of year for college basketball, let's face it. Right. But I'm also excited about next year. And part of that is Jada. She's going to be the first um, true point guard that Adia Barnes has had since Lucia Alonzo. Mm -hmm. And Lucia was great. She was calm under pressure. She knew how to distribute the ball knew how to read defenses really well. And 
So that's going to be a real key. They, this is one thing that's always been hard for Adia to do is to recruit a true point guard to come to Arizona. Right. Don't know why. Sometimes that just happens, right? So uh, Ari McDonald became a point guard. And because Ari's so skilled at everything, right, she was great. And then Shana was trained to be a point guard. And Shana's done a really good job. And she's really improved over the the three years that she's played here. But they're not a true point guard, right? right? So Jada can score when she needs to score. But she also knows, like, she's great at distributing. And that connection between her and Brea, wow, that's yeah. incredible. I've watched a lot of that. She'll just whip that ball in there. Right. And, and she knows exactly where Brea's going to be. And if Brea's not there, she knows that Brea's going to move to get right. there. There, there's just that connection. That synergy right there. Yeah, and that's going to be great. And she's going to have that with Maya. She's going to have that with a lot of the other young players, you know. Um, so that's going to be really exciting to watch. And I think it's really going to change um, Arizona women's basketball. I, Like I said, I'm really excited about next year. I think the next – two, three years are going to be great with all these young players that Adia's brought in and going to bring in with next year with Montea, mm -hmm. do who's already here, but right. is gray shirting. And then Brea Cunningham and Jada Williams to add into Kaylin Gilbert, Paris Clark, Maya Naji, and Lamaya, Lamaya Hilton. Right. I mean, that's seven young players who have great potential and, and as they go along, you know, when Maya's class is, you know, yeah. they'll be good next year, but when they're juniors and seniors, right. when Maya's a junior and a senior, watch out. And this, this class this is, is, yeah, right, right. She, she is the great PJ Brown. Follow her on Twitter at PJ Brown 09. Get the Wildcaster app, get the newspaper. And uh, again, you're going to have all kinds of stuff right there. PJ, as always, can't thank you enough for your time. You are the best. Thanks, Mike. It was great. And everybody give a shout out to my mom in the background. Wave, mom. Hi, mom. She's, uh, she had fun listening. She loves to listen to me talk right. about Arizona women's basketball. It's her favorite team next to the Golden State Warriors. She's a huge Steph Curry fan, but she's also a huge Ari McDonald fan. So just had to put, point that out. She's obviously a proud mother as she should be. So, um, again, really appreciate you, PJ. And mom, you're always welcome on here. Thanks. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again, PJ. All right. That was a lot of fun right there. Obviously, the great PJ Brown right there talking some Arizona women's basketball. All right. Now, let me tell you about OGs. Um, now, you can get OGs. Let's just say that you have problems sleeping or you just want to feel a little bit better throughout the day. Go to your local dispensary, 21 and up, obviously, but check out OGs. And you can get Indicas, Sativas, all different kinds of flavors. You name it, they got it. Check out the show notes and the link in the description. Um, it's the uh, it's the fad that everybody's going for right now, and there's a reason for it. Check it out. OGs, like I said, at your uh, local dispensary. And Octane Raceway Mavericks, located up in Scottsdale. Let's just say that, you know what, you're looking for a place to take the kids on the weekend, maybe go out of town. And uh, you're looking for a place where you can maybe do some uh, race car, video games. You can get some food, get some drinks. 
You name it, they got it right there. Octane Raceway Mavericks. It's a great time. Basically, anything you want to do from a kid or from a sport perspective, they have there. Check it out. Again, check out the show notes and the link in the description. All right. Um, wanted to touch base. We hadn't talked about some Arizona women's basketball in a while. Appreciate PJ coming on. We will be back with you tomorrow about 8 o'clock on the postgame show for Arizona, Colorado. For the great Jacob Franklin behind the scenes right there. For PJ Brown, I'm Mike Luke. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.